Welcome to the Click Podcast. I'm Danny Watson, a mindset and manifestation expert and founder of The Click, a company that helps women overcome their fears and limiting beliefs to create a life and business that they love. Within this podcast, I will help you get clear on what you want, identify the blocks that are holding you back, transform your mindset and raise your vibration so that you can co-create magic with the universe. If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifests more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. The celebration of others will never dampen your own success. These were words that I had to remind myself time and time again as I embarked on my coaching journey, mainly because I kept looking around me and seeing all of these other amazing women in the coaching space, creating amazing things, you know, really confident in who they were, confident in their abilities, confidence, you know, in their ability to make money as a coach, celebrating all of these incredible things. And I'm not going to lie, I felt a pang of jealousy. And so maybe you've experienced it too. And this episode is for anybody who has seen other people, maybe it's on social media, maybe it's in real life, go out there and create wonderful things for their lives and think to themselves, well, why can't I do that? Why not me? And almost look at the success of others with an air of resentment or frustration. Now, the fact that a thing such as jealousy exists within you, I believe it is giving us a signal as to something that we are meant for as well. However, because jealousy is a negative energy, it's uh, an unwanted feeling. We don't often feel good when we feel jealous of something. What we're doing is we are distancing ourselves from the things which others have that we want. We're distancing ourselves from our desires. So if we're looking at somebody that is over there who has all of these things that we would like also, but we're looking at them from a place of jealousy, what we're doing is we're saying, you have that and I don't have this. I feel bad because I don't have it and you do. There's frustration and resentment within me because I don't have something that you have, which I believe I want. And so in that space, this this space of jealousy, We are basically saying that we are less than. You have something and I don't. We're putting ourselves in the energy of lack. And from that place, we cannot get there. We can't get to all of those things that we want that are over there if we're so consumed with judging the gap between where we are and where others are who have the things that we want. So jealousy can be a useful thing because it can shine a light on the things that we don't have, which we perhaps want. And sometimes these may be things that we have been denying ourselves. You know, often we convince ourselves that we don't want certain things, perhaps because we feel greedy by asking for them. Perhaps we think, oh, okay, well, it's just too big of a goal for me to ask for right now. Therefore, I'm going to tell myself I don't want this. And then we see somebody else with it. And we start to get jealous. Why is that? Our jealousy points a spotlight on the things that we are truly meant for. Okay, so let's say, for example, you are brand new to business and you see somebody and they are celebrating their first one million in their business. And you get that pang of jealousy, that perhaps a little bit resentment, frustration. Maybe you 
start to convince yourself, well, that couldn't possibly be true. You know, or maybe they had to work really hard to get there. You know, their success has to come with some sort of negative context, you know, as a way to justify to yourself why perhaps you don't have it. But the fact that you are experiencing those negative emotions, the fact that you are going through jealousy is actually a sign that that desire or that that goal that they have, the desire that has manifested for them is actually the, the tiny seedling of a desire that is planted within you now. A lot of the things that I now have manifested physically into my life started with a little seed of desire. And often that seed of desire, when it first kind of popped up for me, actually looked like jealousy. Seeing other people doing amazing things and thinking, why not me? Feeling that frustration and resentment. And I too found myself at a point where I told myself, well, I don't need that much. I don't need to get there. I don't need a million pounds. I don't need this. I don't need that. But actually, I was almost saying these things as a security blanket, as a protection layer. Because if I convince myself I don't want certain things, then it's, you know, going to protect me from failure of the pursuit of those things. It's going to protect me from, you know, being judged or being criticised if I decide that I want to go for those things. So sometimes it's actually easier to tell ourselves, to convince ourselves we don't want certain desires because they seem too big, when in fact we do, okay? And that jealousy is actually a sign that that is something that you are meant for too. But as I said, the, the, the other side to jealousy, the double-edged sword with this is that yes, it can highlight the things that we really want, but it's also very much a negative energy. Think about when you feel jealous towards somebody else. Do you feel good about yourself? Chances are you probably don't. It's a negative energy. So this is where celebration and celebration of others as if their wins were our own, this is where this really kind of comes into play. Because what we can do is we can acknowledge somebody has something that we want. But rather than putting ourselves into the energy of jealousy and frustration and that that place of lack, we can actually use celebration to put ourselves in the energy of abundance. Because if we are celebrating their wins as if they are our own, we are feeling that abundance with them. And from that place of abundance, we allow more abundance to manifest into our own lives as well. There's something quite interesting I've realized about being able to celebrate others is that if you are able to do this regularly and have full joy for the success and the wins of others, when it happens to you, it will become this normal thing. It will be completely normalized to be celebrating these huge wins. And that I believe is really important. Because what happens, and I've seen this actually play out with one of my clients I was working with a few years ago, where they hadn't really been celebrating the success of others. And they got themselves to a certain milestone, pretty major milestone within their business. And they really, really struggled to celebrate it. And in fact, as soon as they hit that milestone, they were actually, rather than kind of feeling really great about the fact that they'd got there, they actually were filled with all of these negative emotions. Well, what if I can't maintain this? You know, what next? What if I now lose this money? Um, You know, what if I can't get myself to that next level? What if this is the best for me? 
you know, what about all of the responsibility that I, you know, now is upon me? Now I'm, you know, responsible for these clients that have signed up for me. So it was almost as if they couldn't just allow themselves to enjoy that moment of hitting that goal. They couldn't allow themselves just to be fully in that celebration and experiencing that joy. And something that I've realized is that if you are constantly celebrating the success of others, that whole concept of celebration and just getting to that moment and just allowing yourself to be joyful for the fact that you have got there without all of this negative stuff coming up, that is almost something like a skill that that is built. And the more you celebrate, the more when it gets to your point for celebration, it will just the whole concept of celebration will be normalized. It won't come with all of this resistance. Sometimes when we get to a really good thing in our lives, we self-sabotage because we think it's scary to sort of lose all of it. It's like, I can't celebrate too much because what if this does not last? What if I lose it? I can't allow myself to go all in on this celebration because I've got to constantly be looking at the next thing. You know, I've got to keep up the pace. I can't lose that momentum. It's almost like I was speaking to somebody recently. They really were struggling to allow themselves to celebrate the fact that they'd met somebody amazing. They'd been looking for a relationship for a very long time and they'd finally met somebody amazing, but they couldn't fully allow themselves to experience that joy because they were so scared of losing it. They were so worried that I've got this person in my life now. I, I, I'm now kind of worried, like, how do I maintain this? I feel really good and I've got somebody who really cares about me, but what if they leave? So it's almost the fear of having something and then it being taken away is so great that we don't fully allow ourselves to celebrate. And then when we put ourselves in that energy of, you know, that, that scarcity, that fear energy, because we're not allowing ourselves to celebrate, what that does, it, that sends us then on a downward spiral. And I know from my experience that the way to continue to create more in your life is to continue to celebrate the amazing things as they show up and to fully embrace that celebration. And so right now, if you have an opportunity to celebrate others, do so at your fullest capacity. Allow yourself to really feel genuine joy and excitement for somebody else when they are having a win. Because those feelings then become the new normal for you. It becomes so much easier then to celebrate when it comes to your time to do so because you've already been doing it for others. You'll be less likely to be faced with all of those fears that can kick in when we reach a major milestone if you are so used to celebration being the byproduct of success rather than fear and, you know, getting panicky about what's next, rather that being the byproduct of your success. Celebration is your new normal, okay? And as I said, like, what we're doing when we're celebrating others, we are putting ourselves in the energy of their abundance. And this is especially important if you feel at the moment you don't have much to celebrate right now. So maybe you're just starting on your path to something new, Maybe things aren't going so well in your life right now. The tendency is to focus on what's going wrong in your life. We're very egocentric humans. You know, we like to very much get caught up in our own stories and our own narrative. Oh, you know, woe is me. We like to focus on this. And this is where celebration can shift our focus. 
So if we've got nothing to celebrate right now in our lives, I'm pretty certain you can go out there and find somebody else doing something amazing and celebrate for them instead. Put your energy onto what they're doing, onto how they're progressing, onto how they're winning, how they're gaining. When you focus on where there is abundance in your world, even if it's not your abundance within you right now, you put yourself in the energy of abundance. So let's say right now your bank account is zero, (laughs) or not the figure that you would like it to see, and you see somebody else online celebrating a big income month. Rather than seeing their success and looking at it from that place of jealousy, they have what I want, celebrate with them. Put yourself in their win with them, in their abundance with them. And the more you can do this, I promise you, the more your life will change for the better. The fact that others are winning and achieving amazing things does not lessen your own abilities to create success. In fact, it heightens it, okay? The fact that other people are succeeding, especially when they're succeeding in the industry in which you want to succeed, that is evidence to support the fact that you can make it too. We are far more powerful as a collective than we are solo. And what I mean by that is that, let's say, for example, we take something like the coaching industry, because this is an industry where I do see a lot of women really worry about the competition or worry about the fact that so many other women are already doing amazing things. And my response to this has always been like, we can do so much more collectively than we can do as one person. And we want there to be lots and lots of amazing coaches within this space because what we are then doing is we are then spreading the message of coaching far and wide. The more coaches that there are spreading this this message of what coaching can do, the more people wake up to the fact of how powerful coaching really can be. It would be more concerning if there was just one coach out there spreading the message of coaching because would people really listen? If there's only one person doing it, people would get suspicious and think, well, what is this? It's just this one person over there preaching about coaching. You know, they're on their own. Nobody seems to be following them. It can't be that big of a deal. But when there is lots of people out there really championing what coaching can do, then people start to pay attention. So that collective is far more powerful than just one. And the people that go before you They are setting the benchmark for what is possible for you as well. They are setting the standards for what is also possible for your life. And who's to say you will not even surpass what they've been able to create and achieve? Here's the thing. We sometimes look at people that have gone before us and think, I could never get there. Forgetting, actually, for us to get there will actually be far easier than perhaps what it was for them. Because we have somebody in front of us to model off, to you kind of use their success of evidence as, of what is possible. Sometimes we worry that if we join the party a bit too late, it's going to kill our chances of success because there's already so many people ahead of us. Okay, again, we sort of see them as the competition. But actually, this is not true. It's always going to be the most difficult for the person that goes first because they have to have all of that self-belief. And it is all kind of based upon them. Whereas the people that joined the party afterwards, they can see other people creating that success and they can see that as evidence of what is possible for them as well. 
It's known as the Roger Bannister effect. So Roger Bannister was the first person ever to run a sub four minute mile. So he ran a mile in less than four minutes. And what was really interesting is that he paved the way for so many other people to follow him and actually to then surpass him. So the idea is, is that he started the race. (laughs) He set himself on a certain path and people were able to see what he was able to achieve of evidence that this is actually possible. So again, this is gives you reason to celebrate others because what you're doing is you are celebrating the fact that they are paving the way for what you're able to achieve as well. And not only paving the way to achieve something equal to them, but actually paving the way to actually surpass what they've even been able to create. Okay, so when we celebrate, we are doing so with our own futures in mind because we're saying, look, I am able to celebrate you and where you are at because this is exciting for me because you're showing me what is possible and you're showing me that I can not only go out and create that, but you are setting the standards of what else could possibly be out there as well. Like what you are achieving, that is just the minimum benchmark of what I could achieve. So just think what is possible beyond that, which I haven't even seen you create yet. You know, so we're looking at somebody else that's ahead of you and rather being discouraged by that, being excited and amplified by their journey. This is what happens when you fully allow yourself to celebrate others. So my invite for you today or for the course of this week is to find somebody you admire online. And how can you spend a moment Maybe it's messaging them. Maybe it's posting on one of their posts on you know, Instagram in response to something that they're celebrating. Maybe it's a family member that tells you something great that's happened to them or a friend. How can you celebrate in the most vibrant, powerful way for them? Genuine, heartfelt celebration. How can you do that knowing that when you do so, you are putting yourself in their abundance? Okay, and it's from that place that you will manifest your own miracles that you will be celebrating in time soon enough. Okay, so I hope this episode made sense for you today, ladies. I hope it resonated with you. I wish you a wonderful, wonderful week and I will catch you on the next episode. If you are wanting to build your own successful online coaching business, make sure to check out Freedom, Abundance and Impact our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches. To access, simply head to weartheclick.com and click free course in the menu.